Hey guys, I'm Mackenzie Dyer with Bradford's Alumni Program. We're really excited to have you back for our second season on Bradford Alumni Podcast, and it's all about the holidays. So stay tuned each week as alumni share their thoughtful stories and different tips on how to get through the holidays. Hi, I am Patty, and I am here today to talk a little bit about getting through the holidays as a family member of somebody who has struggled with um, substance abuse. And so today I'm going to talk a little bit about that and um, a little bit about our personal story and some of our experiences that we had as a family um, dealing with how to get through holidays. Holidays are stressful enough as a family member, as a mother, um, without any extra um, layers of things like somebody in your family having a substance use disorder. But um, when you do have somebody who's struggling with addiction, it makes it that much more difficult. And so um, it, it can be a really stressful time. Uh, I'm, I have a, a big group of people that I'm around that have all had similar experiences. And I, I asked them a little bit before this um, to give me some of their thoughts on on what happened um, during their holidays. And uh, it was interesting, some of the words that came about, um, things like uh, empty and stressful and joyless um, and and scary and sad. Um, those were words that were commonly used by people when I were asking them. And um, it, but on the flip side, um, there were people that also used the words joyful um, and and happy um, because there's a lot of different places in this journey that people find themselves that um, bring about different feelings and different experiences um, that that their families have. So I kind of want to start off by just talking a little bit about the fact that um, people are in different places in this journey. Um, so people have family members that are in active addiction that are currently using. Um, they might be living in their home. They could be on the streets. They could be, um, um, you know, living, going couch to couch. Um, and that creates a whole, set, a whole set of emotions that come with that when it comes to the holidays. Um, you may have a family member who is um, incarcerated. Um, that's a goes hand in hand with addiction and with substance use. And so um, those family members have a really different um, set of, of emotions that go with it. Um, you may have a family member that's in treatment. Um, and, and again, although for many people that would be an amazing experience for those that are in that experience, it does create its own host of, of issues. And then I'm around a lot of people who have lost their loved ones to addiction. Um, and, and obviously for that um, group, it, it creates a whole other set of emotions. So I kind of want to talk about those four different groups a little bit and how as family members, um, I experienced it um, in my own journey, as well as how um, other people that I've been around um, have done that. Uh, I'm with an organization called Not One More Alabama, which is a nonprofit that supports families. So I'm in a unique position to be around a lot of families and to learn a lot about other people's stories and other people's journeys. And um, so in addition to my own, I can share from that experience as well um, and what they've told me and what I've learned from them. 
So I guess I'll start with the first population. The first population, um, and it's probably the largest group, are just people who have family members that are struggling today. Um, and I have a, a son, my oldest son, who um, is an alumni of Bradford and, and has um, been sober for about six and a half years now. But it doesn't take me much to go back to um, the days when he was in active addiction and when he was struggling and how that impacted our family. Um, it's very real. It still feels very raw when I let myself go back there. I don't do that much because there's not really a reason to do that. But um, when I do in, in a situation like this where I'm, I need to think about that and think about how we felt, um, it's it's very raw in remembering um, you know, just how difficult those holidays were. I think as a as a mother, and that's the the place that I can speak from the most, is that um, when you're when you're a mother and you have a home and you have a family, you have a set of expectations for yourself of what the holidays should look like. Um, you want to create traditions for your family. You want to create an environment for your family that. Um, um, is nurturing and warm and and loving and and happy um, and those are the things I think most people strive for for the holidays, especially mothers because that 's our caretaking and our nurturing role in the family is to do that um, so that can look a lot of different ways for different people, but for the most part it 's bringing the family together, having family gatherings, having family events. Um, decorating, um, you know, meals together, um, game time together, watching movies together. It's creating these these moments as a family together. Um, and, and as a mother, you're kind of the one that sets the stage for that. Um, and, and when everything's rocking along fine, um, those are some amazing memories. You know, those are, those are some really good times for families. Um, and most families look back with the, at those times with fondness and with love. Um, but when you have somebody in your family who is struggling with a substance use disorder that is using substances, um, it changes the whole dynamic. Um, because you still have this need to create this environment and to create this situation that, that the whole family can come together. Um, but you have one family member that um, is, is really struggling to be a part of that. And I think there's an, an old saying that, you know, as a mother, you're only as, as, I don't remember exactly what the saying is, but something to the effect that you're only as strong as your, as your child who's struggling the most. And um, I've said that many, many times over the years that, that when my son was in active addiction, when his struggles were were um, front and center in our life, that you know, 80, 90 percent of my energy went into trying to save him and fix him, and um, that left very little for the rest of the family. And that was on a good day. You add something in like the, the holidays, and that just adds to that stress. It just adds to that um, to that um, that that disproportionate energy that you put into that that child um, because you're trying to on so many levels because there's so many issues going on you're trying to create this picture perfect moment but it's just not picture perfect and you're you're perhaps you're in a place where you're not really openly having that conversation in your family you're not talking about it you're you're trying to hide it you're trying to keep it from being something that is becoming front and center but then they do something like come in um, 
you know, intoxicated or high. Maybe they, they leave prematurely from a family event. Maybe they show up late for a family event. Maybe they bring somebody with them that was an uninvited guest to the party um, that is not somebody that you had, had planned on. Um, maybe they're ill. Um, I know that I, I've got people that I know whose family members really, really try around the holidays to be that person um, that their family member, maybe they have some internal rules that they're not going to use their substances in the house that that's their parents' house. Um, so maybe they start going into withdrawals. They start getting sick. They start feeling bad. Um, so instead of being this joyful um, participant in the family, they're ill, they're, they're um, ornery, they're, they're disagreeable to be around, they disappear, they leave. Um, so, so many scenarios that, that disrupt this picture that we've created for the family. Um, and then at the same time, it takes away from those other people in the family that are there. Um, you know, in, in my situation, I have three children. Um, if you're giving 90% to one, that leaves very little for the others. And, um, and, and so not being present for the other people in your family that need you, I think is something that happens to a lot of people. Um, so having somebody in your family that is um, struggling is hard. Um, people have family members that come from out of town, visitors that, that come to enjoy the holidays with them. Um, and maybe you're not ready to have that conversation about what's happening with your family member. Um, so that can be really a difficult place. Um, so it's, it's hard. Those are hard times to get through. Um, Similar if you have somebody in your family that maybe isn't there physically because they're incarcerated or maybe they're in treatment, um, but that conversation can be a big empty hole. Like, why are we not talking about that person? Why is that person not being discussed? Why why are they not here? I mean, there, there's so many questions that can come about. So all of that creates a really stressful scenario for that family member that's going through it. Um, and I think you have to start trying to do some work on your own to figure out ahead of time how you're going to get through the holidays, um, how you're going to um, get to a place where the holidays can be um, enjoyable and, um, and, and a time that even with these things going on in your life, you still can, can take that time and embrace it with your family and enjoy it and, um, and have um, a memorable holiday.